message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. When the Bible says, I have therefore set my face like a flint, that means nothing is going to turn me to the left nothing is going to turn me to the right i have set my face and i am going forward we saw jesus christ demonstrating that spirit of courage when he set his face to go to jerusalem and he began to speak about the things that will happen and then he rose to go to jerusalem then peter and the people around him said no not you and you know what jesus christ said Get thee behind me, spirit of devil. Praise God. Set. It is a quality of mind. It is a quality of spirit that makes you stand to face whatever. Whether it is a problem, whether it is a challenge, whether it is a difficulty, whether it is a pain, Whatever it is, you set yourself to go through it without any fear. Because you know that you must get through courage. That quality of mind, that quality of spirit that enables you to face no matter what. Amen. And when you do that, you see. The Red Sea parting ways for you. Praise God. So good success in life answers to people that have the spirit of courage. Good success answers to how many people? Men that have that quality of mind. Men that have that quality of spirit to be able to go through, to be able to face Whatever opposition, whatever challenge, whatever difficulty, whatever pain, they are still going forward. If you must have good success, that is what you must possess. Praise God. Amen. It is not sufficient that you are born again. You have to demonstrate that you are born again. Praise the Lord. Did you hear what I said? It is not sufficient that you are born again. You have to demonstrate that you are born again. Amen. When you are confronted with the issues of this life, it is not sufficient to remind God, but am I, I am a child of God. Of course you are a child of God. In fact, it is because you are a child of God, that is why you are confronted with a situation like that. So that you can use who you are and where you come from to break through and go forward. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good success will only answer to those who are very, very courageous. In actual fact, you can't go far in this life without that spirit. You can't go far in life without that force. Hallelujah. Look at it. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew and chapter 11. We are going to read together. 
Matthew chapter 11 verse 12 Okay And from the days of John the Baptist until now The kingdom of heaven suffers violence Now when the scripture makes reference to the kingdom of heaven What picture does it convey to you? The kingdom of heaven is made up of those people in this world that have been born again. Men and women that have been redeemed from the power of darkness and have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Is that not so? Alright. And then the Bible here is saying that from the days of John the Baptist until now, these people... That God has redeemed and has crossed over into his kingdom. They suffer violence in this life. If you are a Christian and you are not suffering any violence. Then you are a compromising Christian. <laughs> but from the days of John the Baptist until now. The people that have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, they suffer violence. And what is the remainder of the verse? What does it say? And the violent. So it is expected that those that are in the kingdom of heaven also possess what? A violent spirit. So when the devil comes at you, shaking you, you also stand at your feet and shake them back. Hallelujah. Alright? When the devil wants to press you down, you say, hey, take your hands off me! Eh? And then you do your hand like that and then you see them flying in there. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent in faith and the violent in faith will always possess their possession by applying the force of courage. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is not enough that you are born again. I thank God that you are born again. Amen. If getting born again is sufficient, then immediately you get born again, you stay at home. Amen. But it is not enough. Say it is not enough. Say it is not enough to be born again. I have to possess the force of courage, the spirit of courage, in order to ward off the arrows of the wicked one. I must succeed. And it takes a violent person in the faith of God to make it through to the end hallelujah praise the Lord that is what Matthew is telling us here so every one of you that belong to the kingdom of heaven notice that there is something extra that you need and it is the spirit of courage it is that quality of mind hey tell yourself you can't do me anything Satan, I am the redeemed of the Lord. And the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say it. 
So when the devil comes hurling accusations at you, what do you do? You put your feet on the ground and say, not by my might, not by my power, but by the spirit of he who has redeemed me. Hallelujah. Hey, I didn't redeem myself. God knew I was down there in the pit. Amen. If I could redeem myself, he wouldn't have sent his son, Jesus Christ. Do you understand what I mean? It takes the violent in faith. It, accusations will come all the time. But when the accusations do come, how do you respond? How do you respond? From the days of John the Baptist until now. Those that belong to the kingdom, they suffer. Jesus Christ suffered. They held all manner of accusations on him. In fact, at one point they said, all these de uh, deliverances he's doing, it is by the spirit. It's by the spirit of one Beelzebub somewhere. Don't mind him. He, he says he's the son of God. Does he know God? You, you, human beings, their mouth will talk. But when the mouth of human beings talk, what do you have on your inside? What do you have on your inside? May God put that spirit of courage inside of you. If you must be the first in all things, you must possess that spirit. Last week, I, I think on Wednesday, when we began this week of spiritual emphasis, we read a passage. In, is it in First Samuel? Huh? David led his men to war. And whilst they were conquering on the war front, another group of people came back to where David and his people were staying and then carried all their property, all their wives, all their children away. And so David and his men came back to their base. When they came back to their base, they discovered that their wives, their children, their property have been carried away. Now look at that. David and his men went out. But when they returned, and the men that David went out with discovered that their property and their wives have been taken away, what did they decide to do? They decided to do what? To stone David. They went with David. All right? As if it was David they left behind to keep watch over the property. No, 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 no. They all went with David. In fact, that passage tells us the two wives of David were also carried away. And so when they returned and everybody went home and didn't see their wives, didn't see their children, and didn't see their property, David also went to his house and didn't see his wife, didn't see his children, didn't see his property. And then all the other people, they came together and said, let's go and stone David. It is he who carried us away. If he had not carried us away, we would have stayed here and fought for our wives. And so they went. He said, David, we are coming to stone you. But David said, but I went with you. He said, doesn't matter. You are the leader. You are the one that said we should follow you. If you had not asked us to... You see, you see the responsibility of leadership. But the, the Bible, you know what the Bible said? David strengthened himself in the Lord. People... There will come a time in your life, don't ever think that the people around you laughing with you will stand with you. Never! I'm telling you life. Today, people are shaking hands with you and they are patting your back and with you. It's a lie. You must know whom you have believed.
Bible how that it got to a very critical point. Peter, Peter, standing and answering a small girl. Eh? He looked at that small girl. He said, small girl, you are a small girl. But I'm telling you the truth. That man standing there, I don't know him. <laughs> you have a twin brother, so what? You have an uncle in the army, so what? You are connected to the presidency, so what? Your uncle is the police commander of uh, Atonsu region, so what? Look at the person to your left. Tell him, even though you are smiling with me, it is because there's no trouble. The day trouble will come. May you smile with me. Shake his hand. Shake his hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. People of God, there is something on your inside that you have to fortify. There is something on your inside. Don't say, that, oh, we are in a church. I am surrounded by people that love me. We are all people of the same faith. Everybody knows that I am right. Mm. Uh -uh. Judas Iscariot. I think his name is Judas Iscariot. When Jesus Christ needed 12 of his closest people, to sit and eat with was Judas Iscariot there? Was he there? <laughs> you don't even know your Bible. Was he there? Did he eat with them? That will tell you. It's not everybody sitting at table with you. <laughs> In the eyes of people, they are your friends. In the eyes of people, they are your closest friends. Who knows whether it is not even he that is leaking information outside? Who knows? That is why there must be something on your inside. Not something somebody else is holding to cover you. That, uh, me, I am a strong person. There is, I have a very strong man holding the shield. He's holding the shield. So as I'm going, he's holding the shield. If he wants the arrow to hit you, he's holding the shield eh? And then before the man shoots the arrow, because they are already communicating, you see, I will do as if stone has tripped me. And then as I go down, shoot. If you don't shoot that time, you will see. And so as they are going, the man is, <laughs> I have people using arrow, uh, shield to cover me, and I am free. And then somebody, oh, oh, stone, stone, stone. Then chop. Say, my strength is not in man. <laughs> eh? The Lord is my strength and my refuge. Hallelujah. It's good for us to be in church together. It's good for us to be our brother's keeper. But I'm telling you the honest, sincere truth. Beyond that, 
know who covers you. Because the person you are putting your trust in also has his own issues. The day you will call him, brother, I say come. He said, excuse me, as I was coming, my tire had a puncture. What would you want him to do? And, say, and you can't enter taxi to come and defend me. Uh-oh, I didn't have money for taxi. What are you going to say? Say, my strength is in the Lord. My strength is in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the book of Deuteronomy and chapter 2, Deuteronomy chapter 2, Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 24. Rise, take your journey, cross over the river Arnon. Look. I have given into your hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. The next sentence begin to possess it and engage him in battle. You may want to ask why. God is saying, because I have given the king and his land to you. That God has given the king and the land to you does not mean he is going to possess it for you. You know, when I was meditating on this, (laughs) an illustration came to my mind and I've been battling whether I should use it or not use it. You know, there are so many men sitting down here that their wives have been given to them. Who gives this woman in marriage? Is is that no? Who gives this woman in marriage? They say, I do. And then they say, take her hand and hand her over, all right, to him. And then the father of the lady carries the lady, all right, and then gives to the man. And then the man of God says, now the two of you march to the front. Is that not so? And then they march to the front and then he blesses them. And he says to them, this day I pronounce you husband and wife. Is that not so? The woman has been given to the man. It is now up to the man to possess. You get the point? In marriage... The woman has been given to the man. What remains now is for the man to possess. And so, so many marriages are doing like that. Because the ability to possess, the ability to possess is what? Not there. But the woman has been given in marriage. You get the point? It is, it is an illustration. I was thinking about it and I said, which illustration will make the people understand? 
that God says, I have given unto you. But even then, you still have something to do. The, the husband now has the responsibility of lovingly bringing the woman so that their thoughts, their actions, and everything will be synchronized. So that the two can become one. As for the giving, it happens during marriage. In fact, the church will even slam a certificate on top of you. But does the certificate guarantee success in marriage? Even if the bishop signs the certificate with his blood, that, oh, these two people, you are so dear to me, I'm going to use a needle to pinch my thumb. And when the blood comes, I will use it to seal your marriage certificate. The blood of the bishop is on my certificate. Does that guarantee success in marriage? And that is what God is saying here. Look, I have given you the king. I have given you the land. Now it is your turn to begin to possess. And as you rise to possess, don't forget that the king will stand and say, Who do you think you are? When he rises to say, Who do you think you are? What will you do? You know what the majority of people will do? They will go back to the king. Oh, king. But, oh, oh, God. But the man is still on the land. <laughs> In case you said you have given him to me, but this morning I carried my men. We were going to with just a small portion. Just a small portion. And then the man surfaced. Hey! Who do you think you are? Ah, <laughs> oh, God. You know, I don't want trouble. I don't want, Go and deal with him. Go and deal with him. But God says, I have given him to you. Not only him, I have given the land unto you. Possess it. And in possessing it, you will have to contend with him. But know that in contending with him, I have already given him to you. So whatever he stands there to do, know the end of it. The end of it is that I have given him to you. Hallelujah. Amen. People, you need a spirit. You need that courage. You need that strength. Hallelujah. God has given this place to us. Now, Whatever they call contention, we know the end of the contention. Praise the Lord. We know. <laughs> you know, some people have left this church because they don't know. When we were taking the communion, we took the communion with them. But when the king rose and said, hey! they said, hey, we don't want trouble. This is house of God. They don't do trouble in house of God. Okay. Okay. But your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Is that not so? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. True or false? So your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Is it true or not true? Eh, so why is sickness sitting down there? Eh? Oh, nobody is hearing me again. Nobody is hearing me again. Why is sickness sitting there? And you know what you are doing? 
Oh God, come and take this sickness away. You know my body is your temple. And you'll be quoting the same scripture. You will be quoting the same scripture. You know my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You know the Holy Ghost cannot dwell in my body. And then this sickness will also dwell in my body. Oh God, come and take the sickness away. Otherwise I'll die. If I die, you won't get anybody to serve you. In Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24, what did God say? Look, I have given you the king and all his land. And then he says what? Begin to possess. It is time for you to begin to possess your body back. <laughs> In 1997, the devil came and had the audacity to break the bone in my left leg. Huh? Audacity to break the bone in my left leg. And they carried me to hospital. I couldn't walk on my feet. Me? I couldn't walk on my feet. At a point, even if I wanted to stand, they had to put crutches in my hand. I said, me? Huh. Then I said, it doesn't matter, Satan. Even if I'm going to use a, a ten-legged crutch, me? You have touched the wrong person. I will let you know that for breaking my leg, the, the bone will take time to heal. And I don't ever consider that you have won over me. You can't stop the work I'm doing. <laughs> and so, December 1997, yes, December 1997, I had to go and preach. And people were sitting down there waiting for the pastor to come and preach. And then, you know the pastor that came with clutches. And then I put one clutch here, put one clutch. Today, is there anyone that has any sickness in his body? Rise on your feet. And I was doing that. I needed a clutch too. I needed to contend. And now, today, I stand. Is there any contention in your life? You need a spirit. You need a force. People will come at you. People will level accusations at you. People will say all sorts of things that you don't even know about. They will level it at you. They will paint it. They will present it in such a way that if care is not taken, the whole world will say, Abba. Do you know the very wife of Job? The very wife, the bosom wife. Job, when Job was naked and the wife was naked, there was no shame. Apart from the wife of Job, anytime any other person is coming near Job, if he is naked, he will say, Wait, I need to put on something. There came a time, the wife came and said, Job. Are you the only one? Are you the only one? I beg. Uh -uh. Your hidden sins have found you out. Own up! Can you imagine when your bosom wife, because when she stands and speaks, the whole world will agree. Because the whole world knows that she is the one that is closest to this man. And the woman said, it's enough, oh. it's enough. If you won't own up, I'm going. Did you hear what I'm saying? 
you have to have something on your inside. Anything that is not on your inside is not secure. Did you hear that? Anything that is not on your inside is not secure. That is why Jesus Christ came to dwell on our inside. Look, I have given you this day. Sound health is given unto you. This day, sound health is given unto you. This day, good success is given unto you. This day, the prosperity of life is given unto you. Now, if you do acknowledge, then listen. Begin to possess. There are forces that will come at you. But the Bible says, contend with them. Contend with them. Contend with them. Contend with them. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Adjuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.